Consistency is just one of those things, one of those things that you have to have if you want to build a powerful brand and a successful business. It's just that one thing that matters more than anything. And the thing about consistency is I totally get it. Like when you are putting yourself out there, when you are creating content that finally lights you on fire and it finally seems like you have, you know, that breakthrough where people are responding, they're sharing your content, they're saying how much they can't wait for your next post, how frustrating it is when all of a sudden you start to feel exhausted. Your energy is low, right? There, you know, it's like things are finally working out. And instead of feeling overjoyed, you just feel burned out. And this can happen whether you're introverted or you have anxiety like me. This can really honestly happen to anyone. It can happen to anyone, right? But the important thing when you start gaining momentum is to not give up and not back down. Momentum is one of those things as entrepreneurs, you guys, we overlook, but that is the thing that lets you know that your brand is really starting to move. So once you gain momentum, it's like it's time to go full throttle. But you know, unfortunately, I've seen it so many times with whether it be in my own personal life or I've seen it with clients or my peers, is that as soon as they start building momentum, they quit and they give up due to overwhelm. And in today's episode, I'm gonna be giving you three tips on how to beat this, how to keep going and build upon that momentum so you can create your brand and create that freedom life. So serious loves, grab your coffee, your tea, your notebook, whatever it is, and let's just have another good morning chat about this, about how to keep the momentum going in your business. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Celebrity, hosted by me, your head business bestie in charge of holding you accountable to your dreams. My name is Natasha Soleil, and this podcast is all about how to find the confidence to step into the next level version of you that is capable of creating your red carpet life, a business you love, and an irresistible personal brand. It's time to step out of the shadows, babe, and into the spotlight. It's time for you to get paid to build a legacy you want to be known for. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode episode. So really quickly, you know, I'm just going to give you an overview of my three tips to sustain momentum, okay? And one, that's double down on what's working. Number two, systemize and hire out. And number three, I'm going to be giving you guys a really special tip for introverts on setting yourself up for success that I'm going to be saving to the end. Guys, if you think that you may have heard some of this stuff that I've already listed before, trust me, you're going to hear it from a totally new angle. So just hold on and let's just go ahead and jump into segment one. Okay, so segment one, my first tip is to really, when it comes to building momentum, is to double down on what's working. And when I talk about doubling down, what I really mean is it in two different ways. So first, you wanna look at what content is working and create a ton more of that. So one of the biggest mistakes I made early in my business is that I dabbled in too many different subjects as it relates to my target audience, right? So when I was putting out content, I would talk about like self-care as it relates to entrepreneurship, then I would hop on to funnels and I would talk about, um, you know, productivity, then I would talk about confidence and I would just be so all over the place that I wasn't really actually paying attention to what's, what's really gaining momentum, what people were really liking. I was just putting out things because I was multi-passionate and I just wanted to talk about everything. But here's a huge tip, guys. What you want to do is you want to look at 
what content is working. Look at what content is getting more engagement, what content is getting more likes, what content is getting more shares and start creating more of that and less of just the spur of the moment. Like, I just wanna talk about this because something I'm passionate about. Like, yes, I definitely think that your passions are super important, but you also want to be smart and think strategy. Um, I watched a, you know, a, a video by Daryl Eves. He's a YouTube strategist for those of you who don't know him. And he was talking about YouTube content and talking about the difference between people who were, you know, launching brands on YouTube who grew and who didn't grow, basically who, who was able to grow versus who hasn't been able to grow. And he said the problem is that that he notices with content creators, whether it be on YouTube or off of YouTube, is that there really is a sweet spot when it comes to creating content, right? On the left is the content that you are really passionate about, that you really love. On the right is the content your audience actually wants, right? And the sweet spot is that part in the middle that has a little bit of what you love and a little bit of what your audience loves. And you really want to uh, really stay in that sweet spot because not only does it keep you feeling on fire and really just satisfying your creative you know, parts of yourself, the part that you really die, desire to have fulfilled, but it also caters to your audience who is looking for a particular, you know, piece of information that resonates with them. So you want to be in the middle. You just don't want to be putting out things that you're just passionate about that maybe your audience, you know, doesn't really care about as much or doesn't know how to really stick to. And you just really want to like really saturate your business with kind of being known with like one central thing. Try to figure out like what are people really responding to and really narrowing that down, okay? The other thing is it also applies, you know, to your programs that you sell. You know, one thing that I used to do that I've I've seen a lot of people do is where they just create so many programs at once. Really look at what program you you want to create and look at if how it's selling. How can you make this better? How can you find out ways to get better at selling that? And the reason why this is so important is because in the beginning, I think a lot of us get so caught up in our big vision. We see ourselves having all these moving parts of our brand. But the issue is, is that, you know, when you're first launching something as a one man band, it's hard to have all those different business models. It's hard to have all those different parts and actually be able to serve your audience efficiently. Really focus on, you know, like I say, for a good six months to a year, really good getting good at selling one thing before you even add really any small things to your business, whether it be like, you know, selling mugs or whether it be, you know, selling notebooks books or maybe clothes, whatever that is, like, you know, before you start adding little things, I know some of us like, you know, we want to sell pins with our brand name on it, you know, before you get into adding other products, really focus on getting really good at selling that one thing and figuring out like, what, what's that one thing your audience really, really wants. And if you haven't found the program your audience really wants, keep searching for that till you find it. Don't just hop all over the place and do more things like really focus on doubling down on what is actually working? What are people responding to? And that way, what can happen is, is that, you know, instead of, you know, hopping and pivoting way too fast, right, or introducing new things to our brands a little bit too fast, you know, what it does is allows you to take a deep breath. And instead of asking for more, really just focus on improving what you already have, which takes the stress off of not having enough, not doing enough, not having that brand that does everything right now. And just really focus on simplifying your business, simplifying it and figuring out what you can improve that you already have versus adding something new into the mix. And 
really focusing on figuring out what piece of content that you're putting out now that's really, really working. Okay, so the second thing is to cut out what's not working. Many reasons why we feel burnt out is because we're trying to promote ourselves everywhere. And if you start putting yourself out there on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and you notice that on stories, you're getting like a ton of reactions and engagement, whereas Facebook or YouTube, you're not really getting that that much momentum, consider taking a step back from YouTube and Facebook and really doubling down and focusing on Instagram. Focus where your people are really giving you some amazing feedback, right? You don't have to spread yourself you know, out everywhere to build a huge brand. Consider really putting all of your effort into showing up like a rock star on one platform, funneling it into a secondary platform so that you don't have to put so much energy out there and just promoting every single little thing. You know, many times, you know, again, the reason why we feel burned out is because we're just not in alignment. We're just trying to do so many different things, many of them that aren't even working for us, but we see other people are successful at it. So we have to do it. And really, it's just focus on where you want to be, you know, focus on what seems to be working? You know, what gets you closer to that vision and just double down on that. Okay, so now let's just go ahead and drop, you know, jump into segment two, systemizing and hiring out. So one of the best productivity tips I've gotten actually came from my girl, Erin May Henry, which is to have themed business days. So, you know, I always would have special days that I would work on my clients. This has been Thursdays, now it's Mondays, now it's Mondays and Thursdays, but I'm trying to move it all to Mondays. But basically what, you know, Erin has talked about is how she takes it beyond having like, you know, days where you just work with clients. She has, you know, days that are more for administrative tasks, days that are more for creating content, things like that. Days are that are more for developing a program. And so something I've really started implementing in my own business is really trying to dedicate a special day of the week to really just focus and batch, you know, certain things I need to do in my business. So I do have client days. I do have have administrative days. I do have content creation days and just focus on doing that throughout the week. And what it does is just allows you to really get a grip on your content. I know sometimes when we're creating, we're just taking all this inspired action. It's like we can feel like we've totally got ahead of ourselves. We're like, we started doing all this stuff. It's it's so much fun. You know, we're having an amazing time. But now I realize, oh my God, how am I going to keep this up? The best way to do that is to really get a grip on your content strategy and just try to create a system that works for you. And systems can be in all of variety of things that can be where can you repurpose where you know what should you focus on versus like what platforms should you not focus on and you just repost you know stuff from those other platforms like there's ways that you can systemize but really just think about what you have to do to really be able to consistently get this content out now that you've been putting it out there how can you keep this going and for me it was having dedicated days to create that content so for me and my podcast um i pretty much dedicate thursdays right to creating those podcast episodes i dedicate that that's what i dedicate it to so that i know that that i have enough time if i do it on thursdays i have enough time before that next wednesday roll around to edit it and upload it online, okay? So outside of that, my other tip is to hire out. I know so many of you guys think that hiring is just not in the cards right now because your business or brand isn't generating enough income. But seriously, guys, there is Fiverr, there is Upwork, and you can find someone who will do things for you, handle things in your business for like as low as 15 bucks. And even when you think that you can't afford it, really think about all the ways that hiring is slowing you down. Like I know in my own brand and my biz that I could have grown so much faster, even from the very beginning, had I delegated $200 or $300 a month to outside help. But I was just so scared about the money. But because I'm one person and couldn't juggle everything, I found myself dropping the ball constantly. And if that's something that you 
are doing where you're trying to handle everything, you just feel like you're forgetting about things, you're dropping the ball, you can't keep up, well, then you need to hire out. I don't care if it's $50 a month, hire out the task you're really struggling to do that you don't really enjoy and double down again on what you love. So, you know, here's an example of how my business suffered as a result of not hiring, right? My blog readership wasn't growing like I wanted to because I was gaining, you know, I would gain momentum but then I wouldn't post for months, all because I couldn't keep up with formatting it and then creating the pins, finding the images, or even things like pitching media for placement in magazines that, you know, I don't have to do that. I can hire someone to do that for me, but that's something that I didn't even really consider for such a long time. I was like, oh, I'll just do it myself, right? And here's the thing, guys, hiring is more than about the little tasks. Like the little tasks take up so much more time than you think. So yes, formatting a blog post and creating a pin really only takes like one hour of my time, but that's one more hour of me draining my energy, my creativity, and my vibe. So that's something you can't get back that day. You know, we talk a lot about time, but energy is like a a limited resource, right? And I feel like every day that you wake up, you're allotted a specific amount of energy. This is all based on like what foods you eat. It's based on your your diet. It's based on, you know, your exercise, your lifestyle. You know, obviously when you work out, when you eat right, when you like, when you have a well-rounded life, it gives you more energy. And so you can obviously do things to increase your energy. But overall, I feel like you have a certain amount of energy per day. And if your lifestyle is great, then obviously you have more than others. If it's not, then obviously yours is not as great as someone who's active. But the thing is, you only have a certain amount of energy. And the thing about energy is that it doesn't matter how much time you have in your day. Once you're worn out, once you're drained, you're done, right? you're done. So it's like, you gotta really preserve that energy, right? And by hiring someone else, you know, for me, I've, it's made it so much easier so for me to effectively, you know, remain in that driver's seat and make the critical decisions I need to make as a CEO to really move the needle in my brand and business, to focus on growth, to focus on expanding, to focus on, you know, how can we move this thing faster? And that's what hiring allows you to do. And I suggest that you do this too, as soon as possible, even if it means paying someone 15 or $20 here and there to help you get some of this done. So systemize so you can get a grip of your content strategy and actually find time to make this all work, right? Or, and also hire what you don't have to do or what you don't feel inspired to do, right? And now let's just go ahead and jump into our final segment, segment number three, how to set yourself up for success when you're an introvert. So ah, as an introvert, I get it. Building a brand can be so daunting because you fear you will be on fire one moment and then you'll sabotage your success the next because you're just so exhausted from interacting with people. And, you know, being introverted is just not limited to your real life, but you know, when socializing in the digital space, it can be just as draining. So so for those of you introverts building a brand, here's my tip on how to set yourself up for success. And it really comes down to these three things I've learned in my own business. So number one, you have to set boundaries, okay? Consistency is the thing you need the most. It is the thing that you need the most to build a successful brand and create your freedom life. It's the thing you need to have a successful online business. If you do not surrender and just say, I have to run my business differently than the extra you will lose trying to compete with everybody else, trying to be like everyone else, trying to, you know, train yourself to be something you're not, instead of you just you proofing your business, right? Making it so your business can, you know, withstand your greatest struggles or your greatest weaknesses, right? So for introverts, setting boundaries is so important because there's no point of you, you know, killing it on Monday to not be seen again until a month later. It's better to be consistent and show up just for small segments of the day 
than it is to kill it one day and just disappear for weeks at a time. If you know being online exhausts you, limit yourself to only showing up for a certain time, for like certain time blocks, okay? Or make a pact to yourself to take weekends off, but you know, be on your stuff Monday through Friday, or just commit to doing something like showing up on Instagram stories every other day. You know, create a schedule for yourself, but give yourself that break. Give yourself that break and just understand like, I need more time off than other people, but that doesn't mean I can't be consistent. Just create that schedule, stick to it, but make time for you to have those alone moments to recharge. Number two, do deep recharging. When you are off as an introvert and you're trying to be, you know, away from the whole social life, do not spend time feeling guilty about it. Do not feel spend time pondering if you should take that next step and just force yourself to get online. You gotta be all in. So when you decide to recharge, you have to be all in and committed to that because that's how you recharge fast. So something I've learned is that if I'm going to recharge, I'm not going to make myself feel bad for not being online. I'm gonna say, this is my moment to recharge. It is what it is, just recharge, okay? And for me, what I've learned is that we all have things that light us on fire and refuels us. And those normally are the best ways to recharge, right? And for me, that means being creative. So I try to make sure that I'm writing, working on my novel, watching YouTube videos about travel because I love traveling or planning a trip, whatever things feel like really fun. And for me, I've noticed that being by myself sometimes isn't enough when it comes to putting myself out there in terms of like recharging, like being by myself isn't enough and I can still feel drained. I've learned that being by myself and allowing myself to create by myself and just be in my creative space and doing that really like refuels me really fast. So I refuel myself with art and creativity and go deep into that in order to feel refreshed and ready to serve my audience. So that's a tip is to just commit to refreshing yourself, commit to, you know, whatever that is that lights you on fire. If it's a, if it's creativity, go be creative. Okay. And number three, just let go of the shame you have around being introverted and figure out how to make your business work work for you. Guys, something that I always say is that you can complain or you can make things happen for you. Complaining is not going to make a difference. Wishing you were somebody else is not going to change anything for you. It is your responsibility to make your dream work. Nobody else can build this business for you. No one else can build this brand for you. No one can show up and take the photos and post them on Instagram. No one can show up and create that YouTube video for you and just build that culture that you want to build and that community that you want to build except for you. Okay, let go of the shame you have around, you know, being introverted and just figure out how to make it work. So for me, something I've realized is that as an introvert, that while I love Facebook and I love IG, due to the algorithm, I have to show up constantly in order to be seen. Whereas YouTube, you can show up one to three times a week and grow your brand exponentially. And so for me, that's just one of the reasons why I love YouTube because it's so introvert friendly because the content is evergreen. And so you can focus on really creating, you know, an amazing piece of content, post it, and then and kind of just go about living your life. So while IG stories are fun, you know, they can really suck the life out of an introvert. And that's one of the reasons why I knew from the very beginning that I had to be on YouTube. So that's a quick tip is that if you're feeling drained on the social media platform you are currently on, try to figure out where else you can communicate with your audience. Maybe even podcasting might work for you, but just figure out like what social media platform is going to work for you. Because when you think about it, pod, you know, podcasting and YouTube could be your best bet because there are two platforms where 
where you can just create the content, post and go about living your life. You don't have to be on there constantly, but there are two platforms you can make one of the biggest impacts. So think how I can make a bigger impact being me doing less, not getting exhausted, right? You know, just quit trying to fight yourself right? As introverts, we are just as capable of crushing it and building a seven-figure you know, brand as our extrovert counterparts. Just build your business to be able to withstand your greatest struggles. Just build it around you and do whatever you can to make sure that you have systems in place so that you're not sabotaging. So let's just go ahead and do a quick recap. Number one, double down on what's working and focus on that. Eliminate any platforms or tasks you feel like you have to do because you see everyone else doing it. Number two, systemize to get a grip on your content strategy. What systems can you put in place to make this easier? Create a solid content strategy, break down your days, also hire, hire what you don't wanna do, hire whatever drains you. Focus on growth, not the minute administrative tasks that anybody can do that's just keeping you busy. Number three, introverts, you gotta build your business around you. Set boundaries so you can stay consistent. And it's okay if you want to take a weekend off, just take the weekend off. You know, it's okay if you only want to show up online between 1 and 3 p.m. every day. Do what you have to do. Just be realistic about like what you can show up for and just be consistent. It's so much better to make you know an impact, to show up energized, to just be consistent with it than to set yourself up for, you know, something that you know that personality wise or, you know, temperament wise or physiologically, you just can't meet and you don't have to do that. You don't have to meet what someone else is doing to be successful. You don't have to compete with that. You don't. There's so many people out there that are building brands on their own terms, doing it the way that they want. And they're able to do that just because they've just found a schedule that allows them to be consistent. So just be consistent, love. And I promise you, you will grow that brand and that biz that you want. It just takes for you to show up every day, committed 100%. And that's pretty much it, you guys, for today's episode. But before you sign off, I want to keep the conversation going. Let me know your thoughts. Do you agree with everything I talked about today? Or do you see things maybe a little bit differently? Maybe totally differently. Whatever the case may be, tweet me at Natasha Soleil or Instagram me at Natasha Soleil. And that's N-A-T-A-S-H-A-S-O-L-A-E. And before we say our final goodbyes, I just want to thank my wonderful engineer and music producer, Archie Beats, for making today's episode possible. You can find him on IG. Just search Archie Beats. I've also listed his information down in the show notes. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Until next time, I will see you later, loves. Bye-bye.